Welcome to New Frames for New Vision, for New Vision, a product of Orkshimi. This is Saratova Best. <coughs> Parsha's Bow. What is Parsha's Bow? We, every week we learn a, por- a portion in the Torah that really sets us up psychologically and emotionally and in every way to be able to move forward in a dynamic way into a new reality in the world. Everybody sees that we're in a very complex world. We're in a very complex year where there's a lot of darkness. There's a lot of light, but there's a lot of darkness, and there are a lot of strange things happening in the world. And I think everybody recognizes that we're sort of in the, in the, in the eye of the storm. We're right in the center of, 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 a, of a, a, a storm of changes in the world, and not everybody knows where it's going. From the Torah, the blueprint from the world, we understand that this is taking us into a very luminous future, messianic times. Not everybody understands that. Some people feel like, where are we going? This is, this is really nuts. But thank God we know the truth. We have a promise from God Almighty that this is our entry point, as chaotic as it looks, into the messianic times when life will be the way it was created to be, essentially. So in this week's Torah portion, we, we step right into a scenario in which Moses is, about, is being told by God to go to Pharaoh, to go to Pharaoh and confront him. Now, why do you have to confront Pharaoh? And, of course, what would it have to do with us? Remember that everything that I'm going to tell you in this story really is in a microcosm all about you and me and all of us. I'm not Moses. I'm not Pharaoh. But what is it? But I'm just going to tell you the basic story. So Moses is being told, you, your people are enslaved. And, and what I want you to do is go and confront Pharaoh. You're being enslaved by him. And I want you to tell him, it's time to let us, it's time to, it's time for us to go. We will no longer be your slaves. Okay, let's just jump to the psychological for a second. Can we relate to that? All of us are enslaved to something, whether it's enslaved to coffee or enslaved to overeating or much worse stuff. You know, let's make it sound very benign. You know, we're enslaved to overeating at the wrong time. You know, there's, there's a lot, tons of worse stuff, but we're not, I'll leave it to your imagination. And we know that we need to confront that kind of dark force that keeps us enslaved. We're not crazy. What do you think? We became enslaved from from nothing? It's because, you know, I ate the wrong cookies at the wrong time and now I can't stop eating. But that's not the real reason. There's spiritual forces that are going on that keep us enslaved. And the spiritual force, believe it or not, has a name. And the name is Pharaoh, the king of the then once king of the land of Egypt, called the king of the land of Mitzrayim. And it's not only it was a a person way back then, some 3,300 and some years ago. It's a spiritual force that weaves itself throughout history. And just as we were slaves to him then, then now, We remain, he has his plans, and those dark, evil forces have their plans and really are fighting their last fight to keep us enslaved to all the things that are not 
in favor of our best potential and and not in favor of the world coming to truth and goodness and love and kindness and all that. So that evil and that confusion and that craziness in the world today, it really has a name, a spiritual name, and the name is Pharaoh. And then there's another name, and the name is Moses. And Moses is the leader of every generation, the man of truth, the man who, the one who, the godly man, Isha Lakim, the godly man, the Moses, and there's a Moses, as, as we're told in the Zohar, the, there's a Moses in every generation. He is the one who brings ultimate truth to the world. He teaches, he teaches what the Holy Torah says, the blueprint of creation. And, and, and he, he works with us to bring us to become un, unenslaved from this force of Pharaoh, whatever has us enslaved. So in this scenario, in this that we're reading about in the Torah this week, what do we find out? God himself says, I want you to go to Pharaoh. He says to Moses. And Moses says, I'm afraid. Moses says, I'm afraid. Moses says, I'm afraid for two reasons. Because Pharaoh has to remember this dark spiritual force. It has two 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 opposite extremes. Down here in this world, he's called the slivering Hatan and Hagadol, the slivering serpent that 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 uh, swims within the Nile River. This Nile River was not just a river; it was a spiritual force that enabled him to fight divinity and fight God with everything that he had. Pharaoh said, the river of Nile belongs to me, and I made it, and I made myself. I am the creator of the world. When Moses went to him and said, let, let the Jewish people go so they can go to serve God properly at Mount Sinai, what did Pharaoh say? He said, who's God? Moses said, he's the creator of the entire world. He created me. He created you. He created everything. He creates it every second. And Pharaoh said, what are you talking about? Let me look it up in my book of gods. So he looked it up. He said, I don't see anybody like that. I'm God. I am the creator of the world. I'm the one. And you are slaves to me. And you will never get out of slavery. And he was able to do that because he, he was, the, and he got his power from the Nile River, which was a deep spiritual, dark spiritual force. And, and, he literally was able from that to to assume and to let everybody know that he's the creator of the world. What is this all? In short, the antithesis of truth, the opposite of truth. What is the truth? The truth, as we as Moses tells us, it's called in Hebrew Ein Od Novada. There is nothing but God, God Almighty, the true God is the only reality. And he manifests himself. He creates a world at every second. And he is the fabric of everything that you see and experience. There is no place devoid of him. That is the truth. And every opportunity that's sent your way and every situation, it's all God in a costume, so to speak, coming to you, enabling you to move forward in your life. 
That's the truth. There is no place, ain't od milvada. There is nothing other than God. But not God as he's above the world. As he expresses himself above the world and in the world, you know, oh, you see your car across the street and you need to move it to the other side of the car? What does that have to do with God? That's everything. That is God expressing himself through your car in the parking spot. It's not, well, now now we're thinking about cars. Later on, we'll think about God. No. The Torah tells us everything, your parking spot, is God expressing himself to you. Not separate. So you have this showdown happening in this week. And in this showdown, Moses says, I do not want to go. Because, for two reasons. One, if I go, Literally, if, if I go to face this dark force, I won't come back alive. I might go in to that experience, a soul in a body. But it's such a dark, it's such a very dark, unholy force. My soul will actually not somehow remain connected to my body. I'll just like, I'll, I'll die in the experience is what he's saying. I can go there spiritually, but I can't go there physically alive and live to tell the tale. The force is too dark. And at the same time, which this is a thought for another time, just sort of shelf it, put it on the side. In his very source, everything that's very dark in his source really comes from a very, very high place. So it, it has its opposite. You know, it, it, it has a different kind of a source. But we'll leave that for now. So, but imagine that Moses is saying, I will not, I can go. God, I can go to that dark place. But if you want me to remain alive physically in a body, that one probably won't happen. And here's really the, um, I don't like to say lesson, I don't like the word lesson, but the, I don't know what word to use. Here's really what this is for us. This whole experience. I mean, I'm not Moses, I'm not Pharaoh. I, you know, I have a spark of Moses in me. So I, but, you know, but I, and and I might see myself, and hopefully, if you're listening to this this class and this audio, you see yourself the way I see myself, which is a shliach. Uh, How do you say shliach in Hebrew? In English, I'm a uh, emissary of truth. I'm just going to pause for a second to ask you to ask yourself: Do you see yourself as an emissary of truth? And if you're listening to this. And we're attracted to hear this? Possibly you do. Do you see yourself, can you sort of see yourself in Moses' shoes as the emissary of truth in a very dark world? And there's a pretty good chance that you do. And that's good. It's amazing. Because when these dark forces of Pharaoh-like forces were created to enslave people, into into really bad stuff, and to eventually they're trying to take over the planet. You know. People, good people like you, were sent into the world to be emissaries of goodness and truth and light and divinity and godliness, to be representatives of God, to explode the world with light. When the bad guys are trying to explode the light, the world with darkness. And the bad news for them is that you're here in this world, bringing light to the world, and they're never going to succeed. Why won't they succeed? Why will the bad guys, why will Pharaoh never succeed ultimately in the end? 
Because you are here in this world standing up for truth. And you will not give up. You. You who are listening to this, you will not back down. You will stand for truth all the way to right, right until messianic times. And ultimately, you are the person that Pharaoh is the most afraid of. Because he senses that you stand for truth. And that you are committed to spreading truth and light. And divine light. And the knowledge that of God. That there's nothing but God. You are determined to spread that truth in the world. So you kind of stand in that position of being the Moses when you go into any situation, you walk out on the street and you, you know, or you, you go downtown and you're in the middle of a store, you are the representative of that emissary of, of you know, so to speak, of Moses that's there as the representative of truth in that place. Even if they're doing crazy immoral things in that store and promoting crazy immoral things to children in a very, very, very immoral way, you stand there as a beacon of light. You, against the darkness that Pharaoh is propagating in his last battle. This is his last battle before Messianic times. He's giving it all that he has, but there's a guarantee from God. He is going to lose. You will win. God will win. God is setting up the battle this way. But Pharaoh will lose ultimately. That's a, that's a fact. That's a guarantee. And you will be part of the victory. Maybe you'll even be a giant part of the victory because you stand for truth and God. So here's the question, and with this we'll sum up. Pretty scary job, right? That's a big job for a small person like me, isn't it? Well, this week, we're taught not to be afraid because when when Moses said, I don't think I can go there, it's a very big job. And he's a very evil, dark guy, Pharaoh. God said, wait, did you notice that I didn't say the Hebrew words would be Leif el Paro? I didn't say go to Paro, go to Pharaoh. I said bo el, el Paro. I said come to Pharaoh. I'm not sending you there alone. That's a dark place to send you alone. I would not send you there alone. Of course we're going together, says God. That changes the whole experience. But, but, but I just want us to stop for a second on this. When God gives us a job to be emissaries of truth in a very dark world, and looks like it now, definitely the dark world part is happening. And if you're choosing to take on that lofty mission, that holy mission, of being an emissary for truth and for God, you're in the right place at the right time. And God says, I'm not telling you to go. Go into the darkness and explode it. I'm telling you, come. We're doing this together. I'm never going to send you alone ever, says God. I go with you. You're wrapped in the bubble, my bubble. You're bulletproof. You go into the darkness with scotch guards. You're bulletproof. You go in literally with bulletproof armor into that darkness. It feels like I couldn't go into that darkness. No, 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 no. Of course you couldn't go alone. If that, if you went alone, you wouldn't come back alive. You're not going alone, says God. Bo el paro. 
you are going surrounded by me in a bubble. Like you're inside the bubble. I'm on the outside. If the bad guys come, they fight with me. Don't worry about it. You go to do, you stand for truth. They have to deal with me before they come to you. And they're not coming to you. They're going to deal with me. You're coming, you're, wherever you go into the challenges of life today, you go in a godly bubble, says God. You go in my bubble. You're safe. We're doing this together. And there won't ever be one single second in your fulfillment of this mission that you are alone. I will never, ever abandon you. You stand for truth and, 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 and godly light. I guarantee you, says God, I will never abandon you. There may be times when you feel like you're alone, but I guarantee you. If you look behind the scenes from a, from a higher perspective, you'll see that I, I will never leave you alone. I never have. You're never alone in this. And the net effect of that is, go out paro, come to paro. That we do have a job to do, says God. And that's why I'm empowering you and I'm going with you. And we will succeed. Because after all, I am God, says God. We will succeed. And you'll have the incredible merit in Messianic times of having been one of the soldiers, the foot soldiers, that got the job done. And you will have that merit forever. And why also, and the last thing, why we don't have to be afraid of is because the power that we've got, when you go to fight the darkness, but you're going surrounded by me, says God, although the darkness looks very powerful, but their power is nothing compared to our power because I am with you. I am not with them. I am with you. We, you will win. We will be successful. There's a bit of a journey. There's a bit of a process. It's not always simple. But in the end, I'll tell you something that, um, something from the Balatanya from Reb Shneer Zalman of Liadi, who wrote the, the Tanya, very great holy man in the 1700s. And there was a moment where he was fighting quite very evil forces. And someone came, and he said, I want you to go out. He said to one of his closest people, I want you to go out to where the, 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 the army of the, the invading army is. And I want you to see what song they're singing. Because they're, you know, do, are they confident or not? Their song will tell you what their energy is all about. And the person came back to Reb Shner Zaman and, sa- and sang the song. And the Balatani Reb Shner Zaman put his holy face in his hands and was in great deep meditation for a long time. And he lifted up his head and he said, their song is a victory song. They have confidence. The bad guys that they have confidence. They're singing the victory song. They have confidence that they're going to win. And I'm going to say the, the words in Yiddish, and I'll translate them. And he said, But in the end, 
God will be victorious in the most magnificent way. And although, like the Maccabees in the time of Hanukkah, Mila Shemelai, whoever is for God, let him come, let him stand up and stand for truth and stand for God and his holy Torah. And in the end, the truth and holiness will prevail and be successful. And we will be the ones that ushered in the era that brought the world to ultimate goodness and peace forever and ever and ever, the messianic times. So we find our, all of ourselves there, seeing God and being seen by God in the third holy temple in Jerusalem. And may it be immediately now. Thank you so much.